So we're talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ, and we can all see that we are in the middle of the end times, and that you are the end time church. Amen. So we see all the signs. Everybody can see what's going on in our world. Amen. Everybody can see the destruction. Everybody can see that we can't even tell the seasons anymore. Everybody can see that hatred and crime is on a rampage. It's always been here. You know, everything that we're experiencing has been here, but it's on the increase. Amen. Everybody can see the the crookedness in our governments and in the world systems. And everybody can see um, all, all the wars and the rumors of wars. We having wars in the midst of our own country. Huh? We, we having racial wars right here in America. Amen. We uh, there was always racism, and we've uh, experienced slavery and the darkness and the cruelty of slavery. But being in the place where we are now, it seems like our country is turning to a third world country. Amen. So we can look around us. We don't have to look very far. Uh, you can turn on the TV and watch the news for 30 minutes and see that the world is in a mess. The country is in a mess. And there's a whole lot of accountability and responsibility to go around. Amen. Um, and I just want to talk to you about the church this morning because if, if the church would get in line, if the church would get in order, you know, we love to quote that scripture from the book, I believe, of Second Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name. So he was talking to the church, and we want to ascribe that scripture to the world. That wasn't written to them. That was written to us. He said, if my people, he talking about you and me and the church, the elect, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then, he says, I'll hear you. <laughs> see, see, we would be in a different condition if the church would line up with God, if the church would get the dead cats off the line, if the church, come on here, would do right, live right, do right by God. If my people, he paying attention to the church, not paying attention to them. <laughs> oh, I know we don't like to hear that, but he's looking at us right now under the spotlight. He said, if my people will repent, if my people, whoo, my God, will come down. And see, that's a big problem right there is the church done got too big, too proud. Huh? We can't apologize. We can't forgive. We can't let go. We can't humble ourselves in the sight of God. Come on here. We got a lot of issues going on, and it starts at the house of God. Judgment must first begin where? At the house. <laughs> oh, my God. So we got some homework to do, saints. While we point our finger at the world and snubbing our nose down at folk, uh, we need to put our own life under the radar and make sure we're doing whatever we're supposed to be doing to please God. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, so uh, the, the church is in a peculiar position right now because it seemed like the church is at a standstill. And everybody got to sit down and listen to God. We done had our time to have our programs and all of our services and our tea parties. And we done had our time uh, uh, to try to reach souls and to make disciples of men and preach and teach and sing and all that wonderful churchy stuff. But now everybody got to sit down and watch God. Oh, my God, we're in a a peculiar position right now uh, because there's some that has fallen away and there's some that's not even having church. Church is shutting down everywhere. Some of them need to, but church is shutting down. We're in a peculiar place now. Oh, my God, because people that should have, the, the churches that should have been putting more time in with God and making sure that they were ready for the persecution that is here right now and the persecution and judgment to come. We should have been spending more time with God. We should have been making ourselves ready. Huh? But, but we were so busy being busy and building up our own kingdom and building our names up to be so big. And now you don't hear a peep from them. <laughs> it's getting quiet out there. Huh? Come on here. And, and so it shows you here that folks ain't what they say they are. Motives is being revealed. Folks' hearts is being revealed. God is revealing and exposing everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> ain't nothing going to be hidden no more because God is going to expose it. Uh, gonna know, everybody going to know where you sit. Oh, my God. So we have a lot of issues here. Uh, that is needing to be addressed. Uh, and we're living in a time where there's judgment in the land. Uh, and if you don't think this is judgment, honey, you, you need to have God open your eyes. Uh, uh, because he's moving through all the states, all 50 of them. He's moving through all cities, all the cities and the counties in every state. Ain't nobody exempt. Uh, he's moving through every nation all around the world. Uh, that every Everybody will know that he is God. And beside him, there is no other. Oh, my God. Don't nobody have the luxury to say, ooh, we ain't got the COVID. Ooh, we ain't going through nothing. Ooh, we so high. And ooh, we got it all together. And we got it made to shade. Can't nobody say that. Ooh, my God. Because God is dealing with everybody, saint and sinner. <laughs> oh my God, we're living in a time of judgment. And it's up to us to make sure we get all our dots in the line. Oh my God, cross every T, dot every I. Oh, because God ain't playing, saints. God is not playing. He is wiping out whole towns and cities of folks. Uh, he wiping out families, whole families at a time. And you be scratching your head when you see on the national news and you hear stories and testimonies uh, where it's only one family member left. Woo! My God, God ain't playing. Oh, my God, he said he'll deal with the generations, all the third and the fourth generation, down to them that hate him, all the haters of God. Oh, they got to come into question now. All them that refuse God, that rejected God to serve their idol gods, now they're having to surrender. They're coming down to their knees.
my God, when God gets through, it ain't going to be no question and no doubt in nobody's mind. <laughs> they may deny it, and it's still going to be some people that deny him. It's still going to be some people, huh, that say ain't no such thing as a God. It'll be some atheists out there. It'll be some fools out there that say it ain't no God. <laughs> oh, but trust me, when God get through, huh, they going to scratch their head too and say, I wonder if it really is a God. Woo, my God. Oh, because God is doing a thing and he's doing it all over the world. You better pay attention to the time you're in. You better pay close attention to the move of God. This ain't the time for you to fall asleep on God. This ain't the time for you to fall in a spiritual stupor. You better wake up, Zion, and put on some strength. Stop acting weak, walking around weak. Be strong and God. God, this is a time for you to put on strength, saints. Woo! Because everything is being challenged. God is challenging everybody. From the pulpit to the dough. He's challenging his leaders. He's challenging the five-fold ministry. He's challenging pew members. Uh, he's challenging parents. Uh, he's challenging children. Uh, he's pushing. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, we're going to have to come out of comfort zone and everything that we once knew. Because things ain't going to go back to the way they were. They're not going back. Huh? Folks sitting around waiting on things to get back to normal like we was doing it last year and the year before that. And we can have our parties and our dances and our get-togethers and we can just go party. Party! Huh? Ain't happening. <laughs> if God give us the grace and allow this vaccine that they done came up with to work and we don't know exactly what's in the vaccine we got high hopes for the vaccine and the government got high hopes for the vaccine but they better hope and pray that God let it work <laughs> it's up to God saints do you hear me let me say it in the speaker it's up to God whether it works. <laughs> we better remember who rules and who reigns in the affairs of men. It's God. It's up to God whether we come out of the coronavirus pandemic or not. It's up to God. That's his call. That's his decision. Oh my God. We don't forget who reigns, who sits high, and who looks low. Oh, he said in the book of Isaiah that the earth is his footstool. He sits on the circle of the earth and he stretches forth the heavens like a curtain. And we grasshoppers in his field. We don't forget the power and the might of the God that we serve. It's up to him. Whether America breaks or folds or whether it stands, it's up to him. My God, how the nations of the world going to fare after this, it's up to God. Sometimes we need to be reminded, you better check the book, honey. Who's in charge of all decisions? He said, I create good and I create evil. I create both of them. God created them all for his glory, for his purpose, for his will, for his plan. We don't know how to check the scriptures and realize the God you serve. Woo! Because I'm here to tell you, this is our new reality right now. And we're going to have to deal with it. 
come. We're going to have to deal with it the best way we can. And we better be trying to walk with God and get some wisdom from God. Get some insight from God. This ain't the time to serve God from afar off, honey. You need to come closer. <laughs> we need to draw closer to God. When you're going through persecution, you're going through hot trials and tribulations in your life, that's the time when you draw close to God. Huh? This ain't the time for us to come up missing, have every excuse. Oh my God, this is a time to even be more faithful. Because this is your new reality. Coronavirus and whatever else is on the scene. Because trust me, it's something else out there. <laughs> it's something else out there. And God is going to allow it. Oh my God. So Jesus spoke of his coming throughout many scriptures. And Sister Marsha did an excellent job bringing out some of those scriptures. And you have those for your reading. And hopefully you have spent some time in your Bibles reading about Jesus' return. Amen. We ain't got the spoon feed you this morning. You should be reading your Bible. <laughs> Amen. So Jesus is the only one that knows the time of the season. Huh? He, matter of fact, he said in one scripture, you have not need to know huh, the times of the season. You should be discerning that Jesus is closer and closer to his return. <laughs> There's only so much that God is going to reveal. So all these quackpots that's getting on YouTube and social media, you know, proclaiming that they know, you know, when Jesus going to come on this holiday and he going to come in this month. They don't know. Huh? God got to reveal and he ain't going to reveal that. Only him, the father in heaven knows that. So you need to turn them off. Turn them nuts off uh, because they lying and you living in a time of deception. You in the end times and the Bible talks about plainly in these last days there were going to be lying preachers, lying teachers, prophets, lying. So you better stay rooted and grounded in truth. This is a time where you need to hold on to truth like you holding on to your drawers. You hear me? <laughs> you better hold on to truth. Huh? Because there's a whole lot of watered down mess going on out there. Uh, folks won't even tell, preachers now won't tell folks the truth. You got to come out of sin. You got to live right. You got to obey God. Huh? There's a certain requirement that God expects out of his people. If you ain't telling the people that, you ain't told them nothing. You done told them a bunch of junk. Huh? People don't need peanut butter and jelly. They need the meat. Huh? You didn't had enough peanut butter and jelly down through the years. That's why you so weak now. That's why the church can't handle nothing now. You didn't had enough peanut butter and jelly down through the years. You need the meat of God's word. Something that can put some strength and some meat on your bones. You don't need nobody trying to pretty up nothing. Huh? You need somebody that's going to tell you the unadulterated word of God. Just like God said it. Just like God mean it. So you can be able to handle and deal with it. You don't need no peanut butter and jelly. That's your problem. That, that's the saint's problem right there. We want to hear something sweet and sound something that sounds good. But as soon as God give us the hard truth, woo, the church clears out. Huh? Folks get in their feelings. Huh? You want me to tell you why? Because you're carnal. The church is carnal and we need to all grow up. You need to grow up. Grow up. Grow up. 
Everything ain't about you. It ain't about me. It's about God and his kingdom. Grow up. Get the bottle out your mouth. You've been sucking on milk long enough. We need to be able to handle the meat that God is sending forth. Or you ain't going to make it. <laughs> now, let me say that in the speaker. You won't make it long. <laughs> if you can't handle God's correction now, you can't handle God speaking harsh truth to you now. You can't handle God getting in your Kool-Aid now. You get offended, getting your feelings, feeling some type of way now. What's going to happen when it get even worse when they start coming at the church folks, slicing heads off, hauling you out in the middle of the street? Persecuting saints. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. This is your time for preparation now, saints. This is a time you build yourself up on your most holy faith. Because your faith going to be tested and tried before you get out of here. You best believe that. <laughs> Woo! Whether we accept it or not, this is the reality we in right now. Folks in denial, uh, running around talking about it ain't no coronavirus, it's just a cold, it's just a flu. Uh, you can try to downplay it all you want to. It still ain't going to change the move of God. <laughs> if it God's will so, and folks going to keep on dying until he decide to let it up. <laughs> Uh, folks are refusing to do the directives. You, you, you can. I, I went down here to the gas station at the choir rehearsal yesterday, right there on Shackleford on that corner. Went inside and it was folks, the gas attendants, and a man had walked in there without a mask on, got into a big heated argument. I thought they was finna go, uh, go down with blows, arguing over him not coming in there wearing a mask. Sign on the door, just as plain. Signs his own business's door just as plain, but people still refuse to obey the laws of the land. Uh-huh. You can try to downplay it all you want. He was sitting there arguing with the woman, talking about this is my life, and you can't tell me how to run my life, and uh, this ain't your stove, and going back and forth, and he pointed his finger, and the gas station attendant came out from around there, calling him everything but a child of God, and told him to get out of that stove without a mask on. She had family members that had died, and people need to take it serious. Well, he ain't got to take it serious because what's going to end up happening is folks that don't sit down, they're going to be end up laying down. <laughs> got to argue with folk. <laughs> they ain't got to sit down. They, they ain't got to because they're going to be laying down before long. Because <laughs> God ain't playing. <laughs> this is a time where everybody got to be covered. And back in the uh, Old Testament, when the nation, when God was getting ready to bring the nation of Israel out of Egypt, they had to obey God. They had to do exactly what he said. They had to apply the blood to the doorpost exactly how he said. And if they didn't, the death angel came through and killed them. And they were his people. I don't know why church folks think that they got it made in the shade now. Huh? Why is it that church folks think that ain't nothing going to happen to them? Huh? 
I guess some of them, Marsha, don't want to live. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> Taking God for granted. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we live it in a dispensation of grace, but don't you take God for no food. Huh? Paul said, I ain't going to go around sin and that grace going to abound. <laughs> don't, don't you take this thing lightly because it's a tightrope with God. It's tight. It's tight. Who oh, is tight? Preachers is dying, y'all. Pastors is dying. They zipping them up in body bags just like them. Play around with God if you want to. He'll show you. <laughs> He's showing a whole lot of folks thought they had it all together. Preachers getting on CNN bragging and boasting about what they ain't going to do. Then they end up dying the next day, the next week. Zipping them up in body bags. You better watch yourself. <laughs> oh, we done got too big. We done got too proud. Uh, I was reading some scriptures and, you know, we, we talking about Jesus coming and, you know, he's forewarning the nations. He's forewarning the people. God always send a warning. God has been sending a warning and sending a warning and sending a warning. But problem folk were listening. <laughs> Folks was turning a deaf ear to the warning. They didn't want to hear that. But preach us smooth things, this prosperity gospel. And where is the prosperity gospel at now? here oh my god and uh 
2 Timothy, well, I put it like this. The church is always in a good position. The world is in shambles. But Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now, whether we in it or not, that's a different story. Some folks deciding to walk away from this thing, but God's church going to always shine. <laughs> so I just want to read, we're going to read some scriptures here because we need to talk about the end time world condition. Second uh, Timothy, the third chapter, everybody turn to second Timothy, the third chapter. It's a lot of scriptures, good scriptures there in Thessalonians, first Thessalonians and Everybody should have been them read Mark 24, uh, Mark 13, rather, and Matthew 24 by now. We've read that several times. And this is a familiar passage of scripture, but we're going to focus on that for a few minutes. So <clears throat> let's read it together. Verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times will come. Wait, oh, Paul's right there. <laughs> Listen to how the apostle Paul is talking to Timothy. This is the crux of the whole matter, the first part of verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Underline that, because that is what is the problem with the whole rest of these scriptures we finna read. The love of self. Huh? When the Bible clearly tells the people of God not to think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. But we done got so proud. Huh? Lovers of ourselves. What is that? That's pride. Ain't that what the devil did? He loved his own self and thought he was going to be above God. Huh? That's pride. So perilous times means we're going to go through some trouble, saints. Why, uh, why do we act like we ain't going to go through nothing? Huh? Like we so surprised that we're going through trouble. You so shocked huh? that the enemy is coming against you and your house and your family. You so shocked that you're under pressure, that you're experiencing stress. Why do we act so surprised? When the Bible tells you what you're going to experience. Perilous means trouble, difficulty, stressful times. Oh, my God. Let's keep reading. Whoa. Whoa. Disobedient to parents. That's natural parents and spiritual parents. Whoa, whoa, unthankful and unholy. He's talking to the church. This ain't got nothing to do with them out there. <laughs> oh, you see why we in the shape we in. So we, we, we got to shine a light on ourselves here. We don't push ourselves up so high. <laughs> when God said humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he said I will exalt you in due time instead of letting God do it we done done it ourselves because <laughs> we wanted our names to be great and we wanted folks to applaud us 
so good. You so this. You so nice. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You done got your reward down here. Everybody done applauded you. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we see the light a little bit more? When you start listening and meditating on what God is saying here, what the church has done, and as a result, it's a ripple effect. You know, like them dominoes. You know, we stood up, and you push one of them, and then it starts. That's what's happening. It's a domino effect of what's going on with the church. Oh, my God. But we're going to keep on reading. It's going to get real juicy here. Unthankful and unholy. Without natural affection. Wait a minute. Without natural affection and church folks. Huh? Men liking men. Women's liking women's. In the church. Huh? Gay preachers. Huh? They bragging and boasting on the national news about gay bishops being ordained. Huh? And we think God is pleased. <laughs> no wonder we got corona eaters from Ruta Uda and the Tudor. <laughs> oh, we ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep on reading. Truth breakers, false accuser, lying saints. Incontinent, can't keep ourself. Fierce. <laughs> Come on here, despisers of those that's. So we got troublemakers in the church. Keeping up mess in the church, and God is tired. Huh? Intemperant, can't control our temper. All you raging mad folk. Hmm? Having fits. Falling out. Falling in and out with each other. And think God is pleased. Can't get along. Oh God got a belt. <laughs> Honey, God got a belt for our tail. You hear me? And when God put the belt on his saints, can't nobody call him in question. You can come up here every, every Wednesday and every Sunday. Well, you can call yourself, going to get slathered in oil in prayer. <laughs> but can't nobody pray it off of you, baby. When God put it on you, Jesus. Woo, you can call yourself, going to high five all you want to touch and agree. Huh? Y'all can play patty cake. Huh? Do all of that. Because huh? God ain't going to let it off until he ready to let it off. Huh? We're running up the folks talking about fasting and praying with you. Uh-uh. Huh? You're going to have to repent. You're going to have to get that thing right with God. Huh? And it's up to God. Shut me up my soul. Woo, I feel that in my soul. My God. Uncontrolled anger. We just fierce. Hating everybody because they doing good. What you hating for? Oh, my God. All of this is in the church. Woo. Let's get down to the other scripture. Traitors, is that where we at? Number four. Y'all read it now so y'all can get it too. Traitors. You're heady and high-minded. 
Woo! We love pleasure. But guess what? We in the season. Ain't nobody getting no pleasure now. <laughs> Y'all getting pleasure. so long. Huh? Oh, we didn't forget about God. Huh? Oh, we didn't let our pleasures huh? get in our spirit. Huh? Got a hook in our mouth. Huh? Drawing us out to the world. Huh? We're so worthy now. Because we love pleasure. We love to fluff our flesh. Oh, we love to fluff it. Get our massages and get our treatments. Oh, we love it twice a week. And if we don't have it twice a week, we have an affair. Because we love pleasure. Because we pump the flesh. We pump it. We pump it. We fluff it and we flatter it. And that's all we can focus on is the flesh. Because the church is gone carnal. Y'all getting this thing this morning, ain't you? Let's keep reading. Because we high-minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Oh, y'all better highlight it. Circle it. Put it on your screenshot. Having a form of godliness. What did God tell you to do? Turn away. <laughs> you better stay away from folk that's playing church, playing this thing, ain't taking God serious. Because when he sent the judgment, uh, I ain't partaking in your whooping.
Jesus. We done gave God sloppy seconds at best. My God is all I can say. I say I'm sorry all the time. I don't know, but y'all play with it. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And I mean it because I don't want him to cut me off. <laughs> I don't want to die a horrible death like I've been hearing of some folks dying a horrible death. I'm talking about saints. Y'all better stop playing with it. This is serious. We getting down to the why. You hear me? You better give up some of that sleeping time and spend some time in prayer. <laughs> Honey, I'm starting to give up some sleep time. I can sleep later. I can catch up later. Because God have mercy on me. <laughs> have mercy on my bad kids. Have mercy on my husband. Have mercy on Jesus. Oh, my family, we sorry. I repent for him, Lord Jesus. Don't kill me. <laughs> Y'all better start laying it out before God. God, don't kill me. Give me another chance. Yeah, just give me. Please give me another chance. But see, don't play with it. Because <laughs> we getting down to the wise saints. What I've been getting in my dreams... God been dealing with me heavy with dreams, and I've been telling the pastor and the assistant pastor, it ain't nothing pretty coming. I've been seeing mad graves with masses of bodies being dumped. God ain't done, saints. He's not done. <laughs> oh, let's finish reading. Are they which creep in the houses and led captive silly women laden with sins? Not one, but sins. 
Led away with what? Sister Coco, we in 2 Timothy 3. They led away with what? Lust. <laughs> what did the book of James say? You led away by your own lust. It was what was in your appetite. It was us. It was you, me, laid away by all us. Can't blame folk. Stop blaming other folks for what you into. That was what was in your appetite. We need to check what we thirsty for. What is it that you thirsty for? Ooh. Saints, I hope you're getting it because I whew, I feel the wind of God up here. <laughs> Woo! My God, my God. The stuff we got in our appetite, the stuff that we falling after, the stuff that we even asking for in our prayers, we shouldn't even be asking for. He's already provided all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Some things are given. We shouldn't even... Do. We need to be spending more time. God, whatever your will is, let your will be done in my life. Have your way, God. Move in a mighty way. Move in my heart. In my
spirit, in my crazy mind, because my mind has just been going cuckoo. I've been acting foolish and crazy. Oh, God, clean my hands and clean my heart. Clean my spirit. God, I'm godless. Sorry. I hate it that it's even in me. I hate it came close to me. I don't even want to look at it. I'll put it in my face. I'm sorry. It makes me nauseated. Seeing should be ugly. Seeing in you and me, it should be an ugly picture. God, I'm sorry. It's ugly. And the pandemic is ugly. Shima Ruse. Ha. It should be a sign that it's how sin is contagious. It runs rampant and it spreads abroad. That's the same picture. Sin is the issue. Woo! My God. Because we've been a selfish people, self-centered. All we can think about is self. Me, 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 me. What I want, I want it right now. Pumping our feet at God. Having a fit like you are a spoiled brat. And God is pulling the shit out from under you. And I want to go to the house of God, sis. I'd find me a church. If mine was closed down, I'd find me a house of God. Somewhere where they preaching truth at, 
would make it my business to get there. But people's heart has grown cold. 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 <laughs> Wonder why the economy uh, done fell apart. Huh? Don't they they thinking that when the next president come in to play January 20th that all the troubles is gonna be over. No, we're gonna have a whole nother set. You don't know what he gonna do. You better pray that he got the right kind of spirit to lead the nation. Better be praying that he have a spirit of wisdom and some compassion. And that he got a cabinet around him that will urge him to act upon the well-being of the people. You better hope and pray. No, it's far from over, sweetie. <laughs> we get one nut out and another one in. Saints, all this arrogance in the house of God. Like God can't have church without us. These attitudes have gotten horrible. Huh? Choir can't sing without me. They can't preach without me. They can't move without me. If I don't come. Oh yeah. In the church. Hmm? All this self-promotion. God ain't calling in a monkey eat red pepper. And you know it, and God sure enough know it. But we promote that kind of foolishness. Instead of encouraging what we know is real. Encouraging now the ones that we know God has endorsed with his anointing. We know. The Bible said, know them that labor among you. Would you rather appoint a slick stuff? A jack leg? Come on, saints. Let's take up the Sunday school offering. You may not want to put that on the radio. Because some things is addressed in the house. Amen? Let's take up our Sunday school offering. Hope you got something out of that. <laughs>